Welcome to the Awake Space Astrology Podcast. I'm Lori Rivers, your host, and I'm here to help you with some inspiration to make those aspirations easier to achieve, helping you surf the cosmic tide with ease. Well, we're at the end of May, my darlings, and we're heading into June. Boy, is it going to be a month because the energy is going to continue to ramp up and it will ramp up indeed starting on Wednesday, June 1st. We will have the moon entering Cancer and you know what it's going to be doing? Squaring off with Jupiter and Mars so we can expect more shenanigans. Hopefully this time it'll be more political and less violent, Um, but no guarantees. I'll be talking about that and the rest of what we get to look at this June. June 2022 is going to be a very interesting month. And it is the buildup towards the end of July, early August that I have my eye on. There's going to be a lot happening between then and now. And it moves us into the fall where we'll have another Saturn-Uranus square. Ah ha 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 ha. Remember the Saturn-Uranus squares of 2021? Well, we ain't done yet, folks. It's happening this fall, right before the elections, um, right before eclipse season. Aren't we lucky? And so it is an intense, it's an intense summer. And I know we're all tired. I know we're all tired. I know we're tired of shit hitting the fan. And in fact, it's amazing the fan can even work at this point. But sometimes that's exactly what it takes to galvanize people into action. You know, it starts with, well, that was a regrettable incident. Or it's a shame these politicians don't listen. Or I can't believe those crazy people are doing this. And then it gets to, well, damn it, we got to do something about it. That's about where we're getting to with this, folks. And it is high time. And we've got a few windows to make the most out of it time-wise. And it's just going to be a very interesting ride. But that's why I've got all those resources in the Discord. Whether you're a patron or not, if you're looking for voting information, if you're looking how to register, if you're looking for different kinds of direct action you can support or participate in, we have links to verified organizations that have already done the groundwork. We don't have to reinvent the wheel, people. There are groups that have been working at this for years. And before you say, then why haven't they gotten anything done? Well, you try it when there's a handful of people helping. We need numbers and we need them now. And if it doesn't matter if you're a boomer, an Xer, a millennial, a Gen Z, or a baby alpha trying to figure out how to help your big brother or sister, we need people on the ground now participating in their communities. You know, it's funny. Sometimes people go back and look through my old TikToks, like from the beginning. I'm always kind of fascinated that people would scroll through several thousand videos of mine and uh, I'm honored that somebody would care. But I did two videos on Saturn in Aquarius right as Saturn ingressed in 2020 at the end in December. 
And I talked about what Saturn and Aquarius would mean. Now, you can find those linked up in the Discord for patrons, okay? So the patrons in the free Discord, it's the same Discord. It's just patrons have access to more information. Oh, wait, no, it's under Lori TikToks. Everybody can see those. So if you want to know about Saturn in Aquarius and what we need to do, I did a two-part series on that. And it's, they're short, they're one-minute videos, okay? They're one-minute videos, but they give a lot of information. So make sure you're, you're clicking there in the Discord because Saturn in Aquarius is about people power. It's about the need to organize. So I kept predicting the labor movement would continue to grow. It did, it has, and it will continue to grow and change and evolve over the next 21 years because Pluto will be in Aquarius. And so we'll be reshaping how we work in community. And that, that's partially because we need to communicate, collaborate, and play in small, tight groups that network together. And the more organizations I can link up in there that we can co-create with without having to reinvent the wheel. We really don't need to reinvent anything. There have been people on the cutting edge forever. And the problem is they don't make the news because why? Well, they don't suit the purposes. They don't suit the purposes of the people who own the media channels. Okay. And since I run my own podcast, thanks to my patrons, I feel it's in my interest to link up existing organizations who are doing good. So if you're a patron and you know of an organization, and heck, if you're just in the Discord, if you know of an organization for Jen to put into that resource library, Pop it into one of the discussion threads. We'll get that information under resources. All right? All right. So let's take a look at how June is going to start. June is busting out all over. To ladies, the men are paying court. Lots of ships are kept at anchor just because the captains hanker for the comfort Ooh. they can only get aboard. Because it's June. June, June, June. Just because it's June. June, June. Oh, such a theater nerd. Well. The moon is in Gemini, and my sense of humor is here. Um, that was all of me. Yeah, I was playing around with my software. So let's get to talking about June. Now, if you were on my live stream on TikTok last night, I know the live was kind of glitchy. All lives were glitchy last night. Um, I announced that if you remain an astro-adventurer, upgrade, or join as an astro-adventurer, um, on June 1st, I am giving out a free access, okay, just free access to the 2022 Year Ahead seminar that I did in December. That's a $22 value, okay, and it is a month-by-month account, a month-by-month account of the year of 2022, we're at the six month mark and it doesn't mean that i'm giving it away free because oh well we're half over oh no the juicy bits are yet to come i know i know you thought you already went through it but no my friends 
there's a lot of this year left and we are only halfway through it. So um, make sure if you enjoy listening to the podcast that you head over to Patreon and sign up. You can actually sign up for a year now. You can sign up for a year now. And I'm speaking as I stall and I look up. um, There we go. Find my year ahead slides so I can talk about June because I wrote it all down in there. So we've got a lot going on. But back to joining Patreon. If you join Patreon and support the podcast. And remember, Patreon's separate from the Mystery School. I moved living by Luna and Cosmic Surfers over because they're classes, okay? And it just made more sense to have them in there. By the way, if you're in the mystery school, you need to log in to find your horoscopes. And if you didn't check off all the opt-ins to receive emails, including the quote-unquote promotional ones, I can't change the vernacular from the platform I don't send out a lot of emails except the horoscopes. Okay, so you got to opt into everything. If you are looking for the horoscopes, they're in the mystery school, which is in your libraries. So make sure you do that. Okay. All right. So Patreon continues to support the podcast. The mystery school will open to the next round of people soon okay and i hope to be really up and running well by the solstice okay it's mostly me all by myself doing the tech on that and we have to rely on my energy levels and eyeballs to do that so i do have some help but it's mostly me and i was trying to figure out a few little logistical things and i think i've got them worked out Um, there is no perfect platform if you're building online, unless you get to custom make it. Someday we'll custom make a platform that does everything I wanted to do. But until then, I'm stuck using other people's software. (laughs) So let's talk about June. All right. So this is what's up in June. So first of June, we have the moon in Cancer. And the moon in Cancer, and this isn't in the year ahead. I only put the big stuff in the year ahead. These are the details I'm giving you right now. Moon in Cancer squaring off with Jupiter and Mars. Okay, this is big boom energy, guys. Um, And it happens to be the first day of Pride. Well, we've got a lot of neo-Nazi fascist scumbags who are up and heated and thinking they're going to get their way and they're being awful cocky. So if you are going to be celebrating Pride out in public, just be mindful, okay? Just be mindful and just be ready. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be contentious. Um, there may be some public violence. There could be some bad weather. Um, definitely things will get heated. So whether or not it makes the news, I don't know. I've felt like there has been a lot of news suppression. Um, and I had it confirmed by somebody as well when it came to actually COVID and monkeypox and things like that. I had somebody get a hold of me in private. And nobody you think you know who I'm talking about. Um, and they confirmed. So... Um, 
I know there's other things that, that it just, you got to search hard. And I've been searching for what I can find to put in to the Discord links for the news links. Those are kind of verifying post facto of my predictions. Um, but also to keep people informed of what the hell is going on and trying to find as much information as possible, not just the main narrative. Because even if it's something that we feel obligated to view out of our own good-heartedness, when it's taking up that much space in the public narrative, which this definitely should, the shooting in Uvalde should, um, the massacre of children should take priority. There were other things sliding under the radar that also need to be paid attention to. And so that, that there was a lot that kind of got slid out and I found it like later. And I was like, why could I find this three days after it was released? You know, it's, it's time stamped that day, um, but I couldn't find it that day doing the same web searches so you know you do what you can so the second mercury stations okay and when mercury stations it appears to stand still june 2nd will be a very fascinating day because june 2nd the moon will also be in cancer so, again, we're looking at screwy communications. Um, let's pull this up here. Um, screwy communications and lots of big feelings and um, probably some really bad traffic. Um, and the moon will be approaching its opposition to um, approaching its opposition to Pluto, uh, which will happen on June 3rd. So let me just, that will happen, let's see, yeah. So that'll happen around 11 a.m., well, actually 10 a.m. Pacific, which is like 1 p.m. Eastern on the 3rd. So Mercury will be moving direct on the 3rd, and the moon will be in opposition to Pluto. And Mercury will be trying Pluto. So there's going to be a lot of information. There's going to be a lot of there could be some really bad accidents. There could be public aggression. We could see, again, extreme nationalism. We could see the people stand up. It's, it's interesting. June 4th, Saturn stations retrograde. <sighs> or actually, probably June 3rd is when Saturn stations because it's retrograde motion on the 4th. Um... I know you all freak out about Mercury retrograde, but Saturn retrograde, there'll be a significant moment that happens that day. And um, it's, it's good. We want Saturn to go retrograde. It's going to be a big event. 
um, and Saturn stationing retrograde is giving us time to organize because that's what we've been needing to do is we've been needing to organize and people have been people have been but we need more people organizing we need everyday folks who think they don't have much to offer to start connecting with one another and making a difference in their communities okay we've got to stop being so damn self-absorbed okay if you want to make a difference you gotta lock arms okay that's what the churches actually do right, except they use emotional, psychological, and, and mental abuse to, to keep it going. But we need to take care of one another. We have to stop looking at the details right now. It's not a time for details. Right now is a time to connect and say, okay, what's the actual objective? And honestly, I think cleaning house is a good objective. And then figuring out where we go from here. Because we have big issues up on deck. Okay. Like climate change. And food supply. Stuff like that. We, we need to be lock and step on this. Um, women's rights. <laughs> That's probably going to be coming out soon. And we have Venus conjunct Uranus. Now... I've thought a lot about um, economic disruption. It could be economic disruption. We could have a little bit of a bull run um, if the market snaps back, but we could also see a tank. It's an iffy transit, but it's also on a really, like, basic mundane level. Um, If we really want to translate it literally, it's a woman's uprising. So I'm betting the Supreme Court does its thing may they rot in hell um if hell exists i know that doesn't sound very nice does it but you know what fuck them um they can go to source after and become one with the cosmos but it would be nice to have some of these sobs suffer just a little bit for a little while um it's also a march against automatic weapons and so people i think i think that's going to be you know david hogg is running that um i think that's going to be some sizable marches around the country um i don't necessarily see violence connected with venus in there um but i do see women um uprising basically women women just being like oh hell no we don't care um june 13th mercury ingresses back into gemini so things will start speeding up remember it'll still be in its shadow period um then we have the full moon in sagittarius and that's always you know a laugh a minute that's big energy okay that's big energy um i'll be talking more about these each one of these things as we get closer to it but that's the full moon in sag is going to be you know a lot of politics come out in june you know so we'll see some kind of completion somewhere in the political process um june 19th we have venus square saturn i think if there are gains made on the stock market on the 11th they will be lost at that point um the summer solstice is june 21st 
when the sun ingresses into cancer, the longest day of the year, the sun ingresses into cancer. <sighs> cancer season, yay! June 22nd, Venus ingresses into Gemini. We're all going to be talk, talk, chatty, chatty Cathy's. I look forward to Venus and Gemini every time it runs through. Uh, June 28th, Neptune stations retrograde. That's a good thing. Ah, clarity. Clarity, clarity. The mist of 2022, the great fog over the maze lifts. And it's been lifting. But it's going left some more. New moon in Cancer is June 28th. And that new moon is square Jupiter. <laughs> oh, God. It's just going to keep building all the way through the summer. So if you've listened to me, if you followed me, if you've been a patron, if you've been in my audience for any time at all, you know I don't bullshit you. But I have been both curious about this summer and kind of dreading this summer um, since last year as I looked at the charts because it's just, it's wild energy. It reminds me kind of the late 60s, early 70s. Um... I will say the end of July, early August has some Kent State flavor. And that concerns me. I'm hoping we kind of take a higher vibe on that energy. <laughs> um, because it was violent in those protests, too. I mean, there was a lot of excessive use of force. This is a time-honored technique. It's not new. It's always gone on. So, again, if you are preparing to protest this summer for any reason, be mindful. Go prepared. Listen to the organizers. I know we're all hot under the collar. Remember, Mars is in Aries. We're all hot under the collar right now. Okay, and did I miss when Mars ingresses into Taurus? I thought Mars ingresses into Taurus on the 28th as well. Let me look. It could be wrong. It could be, no, July 5th. July 5th, Mars ingresses into Taurus. So July 4th is going to be a clusterfuck. I just want you to know that since Mars will be leaving Aries, let me pull up the July 4th and I'll do an episode on it. But <laughs> um, guys, if Mars is ingressing into Taurus on the 5th, that means it's leaving Aries on the 4th. This, the, oh God, those, those stupid insurrectionists are probably going to be stupid. Now, I keep getting asked, are we going to have a civil war? I don't think we will. Um, not not in the way people are wanting us to. Yeah. Not in the way people are wanting to. And I don't mean, you know, you guys asking me. I mean the people, um, the people who are fomenting the problems. People who were insurrectionists. Um, they're trying to push us into a civil war. And it's obvious. And you can see that from what the red states are doing. That's, you know, the anti-abortion stuff has nothing to do with reproductive rights. 
it's everything to do to try to push us into a civil war situation. They're wanting, they're wanting control. They're pushing it to the edge. They know they're pushing it to the edge. Um, yeah. So on the 4th of July, let's check out this chart. It's like, this was not what I planned on talking about, but when I took a look at it, we've got Mars at 29 degrees. Of course, you know, a couple days before that, early July, Mars will be squaring off with Pluto. And then on the 4th, it's still squaring Pluto, right? And it is sextiled Mercury. So now this may not be, it might be violence. And it could be violence. It could be that there's a high-speed chase. It could be, um, you know, public public arguments. It could be weather, it could, you know, high winds. It could be a bad accident on the roads. All of these are very likely on a holiday, um, on a holiday like July 4th. And honestly, I think we could see a fireworks accident. Um, be careful. And remember, we still have COVID. And the numbers are worse than they were when we were locked down. Okay? The numbers are worse. Follow the scientists. Pay attention. All right? So June June is contentious. And it's, this, it's setting the stage for the summer. And again, for the whole seminar. And it's like almost like two hours long. Or it might be two hours long. Um... It was only supposed to be like an hour, but it was or an hour and a half. I went over because I always go over, right? I never stick to an hour. Um, you get that recording where I go over everything. Um, and I got a lot right. Um, I'm most proud of getting the rate hike by the feds. You know, I pegged it for May. And I thought that was really good. Um, yeah, because I did that in December. So I will say I'm very proud of that bit of financial astrology. Uh, And uh, I also said it's not going to help inflation. And it's not. We're going to watch inflation skyrocket. And it could skyrocket this month coming in June with the Venus conjunct um, Uranus. We could see more supply chain issues. We're definitely going to have a shitty harvest. Grow your food. Grow as much as you can. You don't have to grow everything. Plan stuff with your friends. Join a community garden together. Start small. Grow some potatoes. There's lots of videos on YouTube about getting started. Ask in the Discord. There's lots of experienced gardeners who can help in there. It's important. Okay? So, there's a lot going on. Remember, if you join the Patreon or you remain an Astro Adventurer, or you upgrade, you get the year ahead starting June 1st. <clears throat> so do it. You know you want it. It's really good. Um, still working on the Mystery School. Classes coming up. Classes coming up. I'm going to be teaching a introductory course on aspects, and this is going to be like the prerequisite to taking um, planets and aspect 
I'll teach a class on planets and aspect. I'm still trying to decide how long that class is going to be. Um, I might do like a, just a basic level. So I might do it in parts, you know. So that might be the safer route because it's, you know, I could take, you know, 20 weeks to teach that and be thorough. But, um, I'll see if I can come up with maybe a 12-week class. There's no way I can do it in 10. And um, it, it just may be that I do it in, you know, Planets and Aspect Part 1 and Planets and Aspect Part 2. You know, I know. I'm always so creative with my naming schemes. But we'll, we'll see what I come up with. Um, but the intro to Aspects, where we, we I go over what they are and I explain orbs. This is the, the, the kind of the a little bit of the math side and explain how our aspects are formed so that it's a little more technical versus interpretive and the planets and transit class will be interpretive so where i go over the interpretations um so planets the planets and aspect class um would be separate than my introduction to aspects that'll that'll be a workshop that comes up in june i'll get that set up um what else am i doing I completely spaced it. I had a really good idea for a class. I'm sure it'll come back. I've written it down somewhere. Don't worry. I'll offer it all. Um, yeah. So June 1st is a very volatile day. If you have to be out in public, if, and a lot of you do, um, watch watch out for cars when you're driving. I, of course, will have the horoscopes up in the Patreon and, of course, Mystery School you get your horoscopes. It's the same horoscopes. Um, and again, I moved Living by Luna and Cosmic Surfers over there because they have verifiable classes and I'm getting more and more recordings in there. Um, the Mystery School, I will talk about it later, but in depth. But the, the core curriculum, the basic curriculum, or the base curriculum, it's not really basic, but the base, the foundational curriculum, I like that better, that's a better word, um, the foundational curriculum is, is what people will be experiencing if they just join the mystery school. And then they can, there'll be like a... A foundation plus where people can get access to extra stuff you know like astrology 101 where there's there's astrology information and all mystery school students will will then have access um to special discounts on extracurricular not extracurricular but <clears throat> like elective courses um like numerology and and muscle testing and things like that. So, but we'll get those up and going soon. Um, the first, first things first, I got to finish the tech and Mercury's been retrograde. So, but I also had to get clear because, you know, my system works best and I specifically built it for eight to 12 people maximum in, in each group. And I was logistically trying to figure out, okay, if all of you guys want to join in all at the same time, 
how do I move you into those groups? And and I've had a couple of really good ideas. So yay, yay. Um, yeah. So there's that. So that clarity came with the new moon in Gemini. That clarity did indeed come to me. I've been I've been trying to. I'm like. How do I change it? And what's funny is it went back to my original design from 2012. My original design. I had to morph that and change it um, because of lots of reasons. Because, uh, again, I wasn't open about the metaphysical side. um, But the curriculum was more like it was cloaked in practical matters such as business. Um, so now I get to let the woo out of the can. A whole can of woo. Woo woo. Um, but my original idea was small groups interconnected into larger groups, just like I've been talking about. Think about, you know, links in a chain, and that chain makes a fence, right? Chain link fence, linked together. Um, and so I've, I've figured out how I can do this logistically with, with the software I've got. I will see how she goes. <laughs> so that's why I'm doing a slow roll on this. I want to make sure. Um, I want to make sure that that's clear um, in my head. As then I work on the site. So there's no point in working on a website if you're not clear. You're just gonna mess it up. So that's all taken care of. Um, speaking of the moon in Gemini, it, it was really funny. Um, if, if you have any Gemini placements at all, then you'll fully resonate with this. Um, or if you have a really strong Mercury in your chart, you'll resonate with this. So I was taking Malcolm for a drive and I was just kind of chatting out loud to myself as one does, as one does. And, um, I was kind of thinking out loud about, uh, this idea I've got and I was like well if I went to a county planner office or wherever you go to find out the information about how I would do this thing what would the conversation be like and so I just can't even imagine myself asking these questions and them saying well what's your budget me saying well I don't have one yet I need to know what I'm doing first before I even have a budget and, and being like, well, if I was going to do something on some land, um, what would it take? If, if I want to build um, with alternative building materials, is, what are the codes? What are the rules? And then being like, well, what, what, what kind of development is it? And what are you spending? And I was like, well, I got to know what it is before I can get it. So it was just, you know, in my head trying to fact find and knowing if I went to some, you know, someone at a counter and I say, hey, I'm thinking about doing this project. And all they're going to hear is I'm going to do this project. They're not going to hear, hey, I'm trying to do some discovery here. <laughs> what would it take to do that? I don't want to learn that the hard way. It could be really expensive. <laughs> um, and so, but it was the most Gemini, Venus, Mars, and Sag statement ever. And for those of you new listening, I have Gemini, Venus, and Mars, and Sag. And I was like, I need to know what it is so I can go get it. And so Venus always is about what What do I need? 
and Mars is how do I get it? And so I just thought that was a really interesting like realization, even though I know these things, but it just the way it came out of my mouth. And I was like, oh, that's that's why you're stuck right now is because you haven't thought out this part yet. Logistically, I was thinking about some other stuff, including the mystery school. And it was like, because you didn't think this way, you were thinking this way. You were trying to get it before you knew what you needed it to do. And I'm like, oh, damn, convicted. Um, so, you know, that astrology is a very cool thing. And you can hear yourself speak it once you become aware enough of the key words. Um, where am I going with this? Oh, I know where I'm going with this. The moon is so in Gemini right now. It must be on my Venus. I can cut because I feel kind of light and buoyant. I'm very aware of how serious everything is in the world, but my own energy levels are a little buoyant and that feels good because they were not, (sighs) they were not. And, um, anyway, so I was reading this astrology book by an astrologer I admire a great deal. Um, Zoller, and I was reminded of why I hate the way astrology is written, and it is so pedantic and so boring, and I thought that even as a young astrologer, because I have a pet peeve. I have a pet peeve of intelligent people having to be pedantic and boring. Okay, pedantic and boring. Why would you be pedantic and boring? Why? Why, why, why? I have a really fucking high IQ. Okay? Want me to tell you? Or what do you think I'm bragging? Sometimes people think I'm bragging. I don't necessarily see it as an asset. It has not necessarily always helped me in life. In fact, it's probably caused me as many problems as it's caused solutions. Um, Anyway, it's really fucking high. So, it's over 150. Yeah. I've met one or two people with higher. And no, I'm not a member of Mensa for the same reason. Because when I was a kid and they tested me... And I could go into Mensa and I looked at everything and I listened to these people talk and I was like, oh, if this is what it takes to be around geniuses, fuck that shit. I don't want it. Well, I didn't think that way as a 12 year old. I didn't think bad words. I was more like, that's boring. Why? And I just didn't see the point. Um, I think we can be very intelligent and not be boring. And I think if you want to teach people a subject... You want to make it as understandable as possible. And what bothers me is like, are you trying to just prove how smart you are? Or are you trying to teach? Because if you're trying to teach, then you need to, you need to create a systematic flow of information. Like I just ramble on my podcast. This is not, I'm not teaching you a class. My classes are organized. Okay. Um, I have learned to go with the flow a little bit because sometimes there's pearls that happen, but, um, and again, I admire the astrologer, but then I had this aha moment 
as I was reading through this, and I did get a couple pearls out of the information. It had been a while since I'd, I'd glanced through the book. It's actually one I bought a couple of years ago. It's older, but I just hadn't read it before. And, um, and it's on an advanced technique in astrology. And it was just, again, pedantic. And it's like, are you just trying to be right? Are you just, no, this author has passed away. Sadly, because he was a good astrologer. But it was like, are you just trying to be right and show how brilliant you are? Or are you trying to be understood? And that's one thing I love about Robert Hand's work. Robert could be wordy, but he made he made things digestible. That's one of the reasons I liked Robert Hand's work when I was a young astrologer. And he's a very cool dude. Um, <laughs> he's like Dumbledore. He's, he's, he's pretty cool. But anyway, um, yeah, I was reminded of why I write the way I write um, and try to make things digestible and understandable. And when I was reading through it, I got a couple pearls of wisdom. And then there was this one section and I was both appalled because this is not an old old book this was this was not written like in the 60s or 70s this was written a lot more recent um it was so misogynistic it was so chauvinist and like there was no it was just an acceptance of a certain kind of morality that it, in my opinion is immoral such as it, we were looking you know it had to do with it had to do with um, whether a woman was good or bad and determining that. And I was like, "Are you kidding? Are you kidding?" So you, you, you we're working off a patriarchal model. It was so fucking patriarchal, and I was just like, "Okay, this pissed me off when I was a young astrologer. It pisses me off even worse now." And um, the thing is, I could have seen that person's occupation. And they happened to be a prostitute. That was the example chart. Um, I could see that that would be a likely occupation for that person without doing the mental gymnastics this person did for three pages to do the math. And I'm like, why is it your business if somebody's a prostitute anyway, first of all? Second of all, how? why is she immoral for it? For what reason? And and did you ever think for a heartbeat that that morality is based off an ideology of dominance and control? No, because you're a white man. Well, he's not alive anymore. But, ah! Anyway, so it's, it, it's examples like that. Of, that's why I want to get this information out and done in a more thoughtful way manner one that it understands that holding on to these codes and ideals is just it's it's toxic it's toxic because i'm like where was the chart or the the part of the immoral man i didn't see one for that so why is it the woman and not the man oh wait men can be tempted men should use their minds i know they're capable of it Okay. Okay. Ugh. Anyway. So it, it's that kind of interpretation that reinforces patriarchy, that reinforces um, just really shitty, moralistic 
interpretation and then claiming that it's it's from the ancients therefore it must be good no no they had some shitty ideas about humanity no they weren't the pinnacle of of civilization they weren't necessarily smarter there could have been people way smarter than plato there could have been people smarter than socrates maybe they couldn't write I mean, even Socrates' words aren't written down in his own words. Yeah, I said it. I said what I said. And so, I mean, even as a kid, I was like, why do we always focus on the Greeks and the Romans? There've got to be other civilizations, you know? Like, I want to know more about the Visigoths that, that took out Rome. Tell me about these people. They must be pretty damn cool if they could take out Rome. What about Hannibal and his elephants? Like, let's let's learn about the dude who brought the elephants into Rome. Um, so I came with that kind of attitude to astrology. And um, I can speak very academically. And I can write academically. I do very well at it. And yet, it makes, like... It makes it hard for people to stay engaged. And if you're going to put something out publicly into the world, it should be understandable. Unless you're creating a very small print run for a very select group of people. Okay? And I stand by that. If you're going to put something out in popular press, it needs to be understandable and readable. And if you're teaching a subject, for God's sake, stop rambling on. Ramble in a rambling space. That's why I have my podcast. I just ramble on. But if we're going to teach astrology, it needs to be engaging. And if the real astrologers are going to be just mind-numbingly, academically boring. I don't care how right or eloquent the math is, and I'm going to say some of that math is absolutely chef's kiss immaculate. But if you're not going to write in an engaging way, then all that's left is the shitty pop astrology, okay? And I know, like, Bob Hand is having... His final work that he's trying to publish, it's its huge. He can't get it published by a publisher because it's not dealing in like popular witchy stuff. And I, for one, would love to get my hands on that book. Now, I know he's going to be self-publishing. Somebody's helping him get it out there. But I, for one, would buy that book because he's amazing. I know he was doing research for a decade like reading dusty medieval texts. He's a very cool dude. Um, but publishers publish what sells. And there's got to be a middle ground. And so that's why I write the Astro Guides. Never think my Astro Guides are not solid information. But I write it as concisely as possible. I don't need to ramble on and prove how smart I am. I know how smart I am. I've known how smart I am since I was 12. I'll have to prove it to anybody. But I will make it engaging and visual. Every photo I use in any of the Astro Guides is completely relevant to what I'm writing about. So check the visuals for reference. Anytime I make a TikTok, the music 
is relevant. Okay? Anytime I write anything, I'm writing it um, so that it's understandable. So it's digestible. Okay? So don't think for a heartbeat that just because these aren't, you know, 500 pages long, you're not getting a bang for your buck. You really are. You're getting a bang for your buck and you're getting way more detailed information than you do in 100 pages of somebody going blah, 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 I'm very smart, blah, 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 or hey, look, fluffy, fluffy nonsense in the popular astrology world. So there are good writers. Like I said, Robert Hanstuff is really good. And you can find lots of articles on astro.com. I know you go there to make your charts, but there are a ton of articles. And Robert Hand was writing a lot of articles for astro.com in the mid-90s. That was the other thing I was going to talk about. Okay, hear me out. When... These young astrologers are talking about modern astrologers. They don't know what they're talking about. They think they're talking about people like me. No. If you go back and you read what Robert Hand was writing in 1996, which was the first year that Astro.com was open, and I've had an account with them since then, um, he was talking about people attached to the psychological astrology but they also didn't really, they, they were more placement-based, okay? So it was kind of like pop astrology, pop psychology. And these were people who were doing astrology primarily in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And there was a big tug of war going on in the 90s. So just like everything else in the fucking world, we are having the same goddamn conversations about astrology. And young people just keep quoting their elders, <laughs> And we keep having the same goddamn arguments. Um, So when I was learning astrology, I actually adopted a lot of the house-based interpretations that Robert Hand was suggesting, which come from a more traditional astrological approach. Um, I started using the day formula for the, you know, part of fortune, um, which wasn't being done necessarily all the time because either the software wasn't accurate enough or people didn't know how to do the calculation. Um, Yeah. So I'm kind of, like I said, I'm a hybrid. I believe in using progressive evolutionary astrology or at least progressive interpretation. Um, I don't always agree with evolutionary astrology's um, interpretations of things, but that's why I call myself a progressive astrologer. Um, I don't think we always have to, I I don't believe in a growth model. I believe in sustainability. Okay. I believe in, um, but I believe in integrating our, our spiritual and physical lives. And so I, I do a bit of a blend of esoteric astrology with traditional astrology with, um, some modern technique as well. And, and, you know, I don't think it's fair to people to to push just this ancient method is the wise, you know, stuff. Because people weren't necessarily wiser, you know. There was no golden age. 
Um, humans have been shitty to one another since we've been recording history. And then before then, because there were multiple species of hominids. Okay. I have, I have Neanderthal DNA. So, you know, they got wiped out. Yeah. So, I just think over-idealizing Greek interpretation and Greek work, you know, from the ancient Greeks, is, is, I think it's culturalist. And I would like to see us move forward. Because, and I think we're also not looking at the patriarchal um, basis and foundation used. And, and I think we could change our whole mindset if we looked at things differently. And that's why I teach what I teach. And that's why I teach what I teach. I think I've rambled on enough. Um, guys, June is a crazy month. And um, make sure you sign up for Patreon. Or if you are in Patreon, hang with me. I got, um, I've got the year ahead forecast coming to you on June 1st. I'll send it out in the evening. Um, crazy days. Oh, make sure you check in on TikTok. Uh, June 9th, we have the... January 6th Select Committee doing the first of eight freaking hearings uh, publicly. This will be televised in prime time. I looked at the chart. It's a bit of a shit show. Go figure. Um, and I think this is, I, I think these hearings are what's, and, and the Supreme Court, and, 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 and it's just the ands are going to keep coming. Um, I think all of this is just building pressure so that at the end of July, that pressure cooker blows. And so, hold tight, hold tight. Uh, I got you. I got you. Don't freak out. Like, I'm, I'm not giving you freak out yet. I'm just giving you a heads up so you're ready for it. All right. And as always, the horoscopes will be out when they're out. Um, I try to get those out every two and a half days. Sometimes, uh, you know, they, they, I haven't missed one in a while. So once in a while I do because life happens. But in general, if it's serious, they're always out to you. I do not miss the serious transits. Um, in fact, the ones I do miss, you could probably be assured that there's not a lot going on. All right. So that's all I got for you. If you're new here and you're wondering who the hell is this woman and you still hung on and you listened to me, wow, 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 wow. Thank you. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot to do the patron shout-outs. Let's do that. Let's do it at the end here. We'll do patron shout-outs. So we are now, if you don't know who the patrons are, so Patreon is where my supporters um, pledge their support financially and, and get all sorts of cool stuff from me. Um, let me just, patrons, let's pull this up. And one of the things I do every episode is I thank my patrons, um, regardless of the level. So we've got Yvonne Perez, uh, Julie N, Erica, Fred, Samuel, Janine, Brian, Stephanie, Angela, Brianna, Julia Wren, Claudia, Sarah or Sarah, Keisha, Dawn, Nicole, Shelby, Jamie, Miranda, 
Brett, Allison, Kendra, Heather, Ulu, Leanne, Stephanie, Louisa, Laura, Mina, Rochelle, Maggie, Layla, Catherine, Wendy, Paige, Nicole, Sarah, Lou, Harmony, Brittany, Kelly, Vicky, Beth, Sibstar, Jackie, Ryan, or Ran. And my contact lens just decided to mess up. Hi, guys. Mercury Retrograde. Um, I want to thank you all for your support. Welcome to Patreon. Welcome to the Awake Space Patreon. And um, once again, I appreciate all of your support. You guys are going to be getting um, all sorts of goodies coming up. And if I reach, oh, let me see. I think I was at like 417. And my goal was like 425. It was kind of an ambitious goal. Um, but if I reach 425 patrons by the end of May 31st, I'll be giving a 50% discount on career life path readings for mm, 12 people. So I have 12 spots. That's incredible. That's a 90 minute reading, guys. All right. Well, up to 90 minutes. Let's put it that way. So it depends. That's a consultative reading. Yeah, we were at 417. I'm less than 10 away from my goal. How cool is that? So, um, big thanks. And if you sign up for the year, you get some, you get, um, I think, what, it's like, um, you get a, a month free or something like that. I have to look back at what I did. But anyway, there's lots of bennies. I love giving bennies. So much fun. So, Thank you, patrons. Without you, there is no me. And uh, hopefully I'm supporting you getting through these crazy times. Head over to Discord. And even if you're not a patron, you can join Discord and find some resources for um, things that matter to you and your community. And we've got some social stuff in there. My, my goal is to build a community. So patrons have their own content in there. And then we have the the public area and so you know you can come on in and see what's there i'm Lori rivers i'm your host and i want to thank you for joining me on the awake space astrology podcast